this is Bree here. And this is Kiana. And you're listening to With a Little Help from My Friends. This is our first episode. It's kind of exciting, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit um, nerve-wracking. Just a little bit, <laughs> um, but we're going to learn as we go. So we wanted to start off with just a little something for you to get to know us. Um, fun fact, each of us here, including our special guest today, we each have a song written about us. Yeah. Some of us, you don't know these songs yet, but you're going to appreciate them. <laughs> so first up, we'll go with uh, my girl Kiana here has a great song that, I don't know, most of us have heard, I would assume. Yeah. We Mixed feelings on whether you like this song or, or not, I guess. Here we go. Okay, so explain yourself with that song a little bit. So my nickname from like my mom and then family is Kiki and it has been for a really long time. I don't I actually don't like when like other people call me it unless I feel like you're like a good friend or else it just I don't know, it just feels wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> if you're close to me and you know me, you're good to call me that. So I love that. it. I then love it. we have Breeze over here. This song may be the greatest um, vocalist I've ever heard. <laughs> so first of all, my name is not Brianna. It's Brianna. Just a little forewarning, but this song is about as close as I'm going to get to having a song written about me. And it's pretty amazing. Brianna. kiss you girl i miss you you left my heart stung girl is gone feel like i got shot with a four five gun <laughs> oh i love that i'm pretty proud of that uh, you should be it's it's great it's a great song it's great he's obviously still in love with you so Obviously, can't get over me. Okay, and then we have our um, guest speaker here today. So we'll see if you can if you can spot his name just by the sound of his song. So we're a sexy bunch over here. Oh man, the sexy three. Okay. Sexy three. Oh. So this is our special guest, Brayden. Um, he's a good friend of mine. We actually didn't meet that long ago, but I have been very impressed by him. So I remember the first time I met Brayden, I was awestruck because... Aww. Yeah, that was awestruck. cute. Huh? That was so nice of me to say. So he's like the happiest person I've ever met. I've never met him. Oh, well, I mean, I've never seen him sad. And so I noticed that from the first time I met him. And then a couple days later... I found out that he actually is a runner and not just any runner, like a very good runner. And 
<laughs> Legit. Who's a, like, who likes, who, we're going to get into this later, but who likes running? So I see Brayden, like, running in the parking lot, and I'm playing volleyball with some friends, and he's waving and smiling at everyone, and it looks like he had just began his run. And his roommate actually turns to me and said, yeah, he just got done running 20 miles for the day. And I was in shock. And so for this, Brayden is our first <laughs> special guest because he's inspiring by defeating the bounds of physics and humanity. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> All things I don't understand. For being insane. So yeah. Brayden. Because you couldn't find anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> His last minute. <laughs> But Brayden, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit yeah. to, to our fans? I'd love to. To, to your fans? Or to your fans? <laughs> to my mom, let's listen. Okay. Hi, Bree's mom. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm Brayden. I uh, grew up in American Fork, Utah. Go to BYU, and I'm on the uh, track and cross-country team there. So. Pretty awesome. So... Just for those that are not familiar with running, do you do long distance, short distance? Yeah, so I do long distance. So I do cross country, which is eight kilometers and 10 kilometer races. Okay. And then I do track, which is anywhere from three kilometers to five kilometers to 10 kilometers, depending on the race. So it's a lot of laps around the track. What, what does your week look like as far as training? Um, so usually this past summer I was alternating between like 90 and 100 miles a week. Um, wait, 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 we can't just, we gotta just like talk about that for a minute. 90 to 100 miles a week. So, but don't worry, during the season I'm dropping it down to 85 and 95 miles. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. dropping it down a little. Ooh, cut off those five miles a there, break. so some time. That is more than I've ran in my entire life, and I, you think I'm joking, but I'm not. I probably could count it up and it would probably be 50 miles. That wow. is crazy. That's why I run a little extra, just for you, Brie. Thank you. Brianna. Help you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's Brianna. That sounds to be stuck in Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's good. I love um, it. I yeah, love so it. Mondays, I do about, I do two runs a day, Monday through Friday. And I usually do, on Mondays, 12 to 13 miles in the morning, and then five miles in the afternoon. <laughs> And then Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have workouts, um, speed workouts. So we usually do um, 10 to 12 miles in the morning, and then I usually do a five-mile morning, or a five-mile run in the morning, and then we do the longer run in the afternoon. Uh, and then Wednesday and Fridays, I do 10 miles in the afternoon and five miles in the morning. And then Saturdays, I do anywhere from 17 to 20 mile long run. Bree and I are just shaking our heads, just just so our listeners know that. We're just, so. what? Oh my gosh. That's my week. Okay. Okay. People wonder why I go to bed early. <laughs> what time do you go to bed? Also, I'm kind of an old man. He is an old man. I tell him that no all the time. No offense to the old men listening. <laughs> if we have Sorry, any. Man. If you have any. Um, okay. 
So when did you get into running? So I got into running ninth grade. I had tried every other sport there is until I realized that I was not athletic, <laughs> not coordinated. I'm too oh, small. <laughs> I can relate to so many <laughs> And I finally just gave up on all sports. And then my mom was like, hey, you should probably do something with your life. She said it a lot kinder than that, but that's basically what I interpreted <laughs> it as. And so awesome. I had a friend that invited me to do track, and I tried it out with them and realized I was, like, keeping up with the top runners in my school. And from there, I just kept working at it and found out I loved it. That so. is awesome. That is super cool. So I'm assuming you like running. I do. Why? Sometimes. <laughs> I... That's one thing I don't understand. Kiana, you run too, right? Yeah. Why? Not, not as much. Not on that level. I run, you know, every day to every other day, usually. I'm training for a half right now. That's Ooh. this Saturday. But it's my first one. I'm not expecting to do well. I'm just doing it. That, like, the goal was to do Bucket well. list item. That's doing yes. well. That's awesome. So. And I will be cheering you on, watching you through my Instagram feed. I'll be cheering you on. <laughs> Thank you. And I need all the support I can get these days. Seriously. How, what makes you guys like running? I hate it. I hate it so bad. And that sounds like pure torture to me. What, what about running makes you happy? Okay. Well, so... I... The, the one thing that I love about running is it like is a literal example that the mind is stronger than the body and so every day that I go out to run and my body's telling me now like I know that I can have the mental toughness to kind of push past that and continue with my training and that is applied to like every aspect of my life of just that mental toughness aspect so I like the fact that sometimes we put limits on ourselves um, and we think we can't do something until we actually try it and realize that we can and that we can go just that much further, that much faster. So, I, I agree. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to clear my throat. But um, I think one thing for me of why I like running, I mean, sometimes it doesn't feel good. Like you probably can relate to that. Sometimes oh, you yeah. really, <laughs> your body doesn't want to a little bit or you just you're tired and you're like, okay, I'd rather get sleep than have to get up and go running or vice versa, you know? But I think for me, it gives me, it just like clears my mind. Like to be able to go and just, I have to focus on something for, you know, whether it's like a half hour to an hour and a half, just, just running. And whether it's listening to music or not, is just a, a good thing for my mental health personally. I feel like it just helps clear my mind um like Brayden said I I feel like I have to visualize beforehand what I'm going to do so whether that's like the trail that I'm going to run that day or whether it's a map of okay I'm going this place and then I'm going down to the park and then coming back that that makes a huge impact on whether or not my body and, and my brain will do it because if I try to go and just I'm like okay I'm going to go as, as many miles as I can today or I'm I'm just going to go to how I feel like it I don't run as well and I feel like I don't run with like a, a purpose or, or like a goal ahead and when you have that goal it's easier to like obtain it because you're 
you're putting that visual out there to go after it and get it. And so it's like, yeah, I want to complete that. And I feel like that's what drives me in. And I like the way that makes my body feel. Like, I lose weight when I'm, when I run. When I'm actively running, I can eat more ice cream. Right? <laughs> so, Very why not? True. Very you know? true. No, I love that you said that because I think for me, I was telling these guys earlier, I think the farthest I've ever ran in my life was three miles. I mean, consecutively. Three miles. And that was when I was a missionary preaching the word of Jesus. And I know that's because he was on my side. <laughs> and that was the only reason. It's just, as soon as I got back to normal life, I have hated running ever since. And I think a big part of it is because I have that mental block. And I, I don't know what it is. I can't get my body. And this has, I have seen this bleed into other aspects of my life as well, not just running. I've seen it in schoolwork. I've seen it as far as different goals that I have as far as my career. I've seen it in dating. So I love what you said, Kiana, about visualizing where you want to be, where you're going, and how you're going to get there to overcome that block. Yeah, really because cool. the mind really is, I think, just so much more powerful than the body. And it, it manipulates everything else that you do. Yeah. And I feel like for me, that's, that's another thing that I've seen as I've been, because I wasn't actively running as much until this summer. And I started running again. I get in, like, habits. You know how you do that? How you, like, get in a habit and you're really good at it for a while and then you get out of it and you stop going to the gym and then you're like, oh, five months later, <laughs> why am I gaining 20 pounds? Why am I, why am I unhappy? And you're like, okay, <laughs> maybe I should change something. So I, like, got back. <laughs> so I got back into it and I feel like it's just been a perfect time because as I've, like, started the semester again, I'm, like, taking 17 credits and working, and I feel like I just am motivated. You know what I mean? Like, I have time for everything, and I don't know how I have time for everything, but I just feel like it's kind of that same thing. Like, I've set in my mind, okay, I'm doing this. It's just going to be what it is, and I'm going after it, and, and you have those goals, and I think it makes it a lot easier to go after them and actually, like, get them. So That's awesome. That's something that I've noticed with just different friends and, and people that I have known throughout my life. Um, and especially in our, at our age, you know, going to college, there's so many stresses. And we know that, like, anxiety and depression are a big problem amongst people our age. Um, and I'm no doctor, but I have heard a lot of studies and, and seen it in people who have you know, those anxieties and those fears that as soon as they start exercising, it, it changes their whole entire attitude and their, their work ethic and, and all of that. And I've seen it in my own life, too. Like, whenever I... It's rare that we get a break, but when I do get a break, I, I kind of notice that I, I start to fade off on everything else, too, and I'm not as productive yeah. with my days, so... So, so for Brayden, we were talking earlier as well, they didn't, do you feel like they trained you to overcome those mental blocks? Because I feel like everyone, you have to get those as a runner, right? Yeah, um, I think, I think they did, um, in college a lot more so than in high school, but even then I, I, I think in high school they trained us really well, um, and I think the biggest thing that that we're taught as distance runners 
is that as soon as it starts to get hard, you're supposed to relax. Like that's when you need to just tell yourself relax. And my my high school coach used to say, let it flow like water. <laughs> um, and and I think that's a good good lesson to apply to all aspects of life that that when things start to get tough and you have homework assignments due and and family problems and all that like take a deep breath and just learn to relax and that totally helps to just like clear up your mind and you can kind of take that step back and and realize whether it's in running or in life like okay I've got this like I'm good. I can I can handle a few more miles. So. Yeah. For me, there comes like a point when after I've hit like a three three mile four mile mark, that running gets easier. It gets easier to go. Your body adjusts, and I think that applies to just life in general too. As as you kind of like keep a pattern and a rhythm, it gets easier. But also just that sometimes things are hard and they're crappy and it sucks. And you just have to keep going. You know, like you're not, you might not know when you're going to hit that point where it feels like it's a little bit easier and you get to kind of, you know, relax or whatever when it's hard. But I think sometimes it is. You just have to keep pushing through when it is rough and when it doesn't feel great to be going through life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to go, go along with that, something that my dad actually taught me when I was younger, um, so he, he's documented his whole entire life. Each year he put significant events that happened. And years that were just like terrible, he would like mark in black or something like that or gray. And then years that were just like incredible, a ton of like great things happening, he would mark in yellow. And it was super interesting to see because after all of those like really dark years, almost immediately after were these huge blessings and, and things that happened that he never would have thought that would have happened. And so I've like taken that and tried to apply it to my life and to my running as well. That, okay, even though this is terrible, I'm in the middle of a run and it, I'm just hurting. Like, A, I know that either I'm gonna, I'm gonna be able to relax and I'm gonna be able to finish it. And B, it's gonna be awesome when I finish it. Like, I'm going to have that runner's high knowing that I accomplished something I didn't think I could do. Um, and in life in general, you know? Like, how many times have you gone through life and it's just sucked? <laughs> but yeah. then immediately after, you it realize that there was something that was, was worth the fight. And it made it all the more worth it. So Definitely. And I think because this is called with a little help from my friends, I think this is something I definitely have learned from Brayden is that what hope really means. It's not necessary. I think a lot of times we think hope is kind of looking at life through rose colored glasses and maybe not looking at reality in the way that we should. But I've come to understand that hope really is looking at the final picture and believing and trusting that you will get there and that it will happen and that you can do it. And that's what brings so many great moments in our lives. That's what brings happiness. That's what that's what brings success. And I think a lot of times, sometimes we even get scared of, I know for myself, sometimes I'm scared to succeed, not only to fail, but like, what if that really does happen? My life will change so much. That's kind of scary, but 
we have to have hope that it's gonna work out, you know, and that's sure. that's yeah. something that that we gotta well, work towards. What's like towards. the unknown when you like graduate college or high school and you're like, yeah. okay, well I did that, and for so many years that's what you were working towards, and then yeah. you're like, oh, well now what, you know? Yeah. And so so that's why they always say like if if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That's true. <laughs> I like it. And the name of the podcast totally just like made me think of something like you can't be scared to ask for help either in those moments like I don't run 90 to 100 miles a week by myself I have a whole team that the whole time we're talking (laughs) and in the middle of workouts when I'm just dying I'll have a teammate come up and, and say come on Brayden let's go you've got this or I'll try and do the same to my teammate. Even though we're dying and we're trying to save every ounce of breath, like we're willing to use it on encouraging our teammates. And that just fills you with a whole nother adrenaline rush that helps you to finish even faster than, than you thought. Um, our team's currently ranked second in the nation. Right wow. Now. Oh, awesome. yeah. And uh, we took third last year at nationals. That's incredible. And we have a super deep team. Only the top seven go to nationals, but there's probably 14, 15 of us that could easily be interchangeable. And and it's a healthy competitiveness amongst us, but we also are brothers, and we, we know... We know each other's strengths, we know each other's weaknesses, and when those weaknesses show up, we're there to help each other to, to push through. Um, and I think that's what makes people successful, is, is who they surround themselves with, you know? Mm-hmm. Are, they bring, are they surrounding themselves with people who will push them and help them to be the best version of themselves, even if they don't always agree with it, you know? Totally. Yeah. For sure. So, um, I, I just love what you said. My mom had called me last week and was talking to me about my um, half. And she said, <laughs> she, she's, she's ran multiple marathons, multiple half marathons. And so she was like, well, because um, I, I like want her to come, you know. I'm like, well, if I'm going to do this goal, like, I want somebody at least to be there to support me. So she's like, yeah, I'm coming. And she's like, well, do you want me to like run like the last like five miles with you like into the finish line and I'm like well yeah like sure because I like love my mom but um but it was super funny because she's like well I mean I could just like suit up and run with you she's like I mean I haven't been running in in a while because she hasn't been training for it she's she does different exercises now but um she's like I think I would slow you down and I'm like I'm not that fast (laughs) I don't think you'd slow me down but but I love that she did that she's like originally just okay well I'll just run in like the last three miles with you and and bring you in, and I was just like, yeah, like, I love that, because she's just going to be there, you know, cheering me on, supporting me, because you do, you get to that point where sometimes you can't do it all on your own, and you have to have help, and it's like, I don't know that I'm going to need that, but sure, am I going to be looking forward to that, that, like, help, and that extra energy when I get, you know, to mile 10 or whatever, yeah, Yeah, sure, sure. (laughs) I'm sure I will, definitely will be. And sometimes, you know what, sometimes the help does come from the sidelines, you know. Maybe it's someone who can't really understand what you're going through, but they're there cheering you on because they know you as a person, and they know that you can succeed. And so I've seen that in my races as well. My parents standing on the sideline, and 
I'll just be dead. <laughs> and then I'll hear him, I'll see my mom yelling, dig deep, dig deep. And uh, so cute. and uh, that that gives me a little boost of energy to, to, to keep moving forward, knowing that I, I didn't just train for myself, but I trained for, for my family and my friends that all support me as well, you know? Yeah. Definitely. And that's what I love about this is that we honestly we're all here to help each other and I'm super grateful Brayden that you were able to come today and and teach us more and inspire us even more and hopefully inspire everyone that's been listening today as always thanks to Brayden our audio specialist and thank you for listening it means a lot to have support follow us on instagram at a little help for my friends and if you have any comments or would like to get in touch with brie and i email us at a little help from brie and kiana at gmail.com yeah and make sure to share this podcast with someone who needs a little help from a friend tune in for our next episode and we hope you have a great week